Hello and welcome to another episode of the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast. I'm Matthew and today we are recording our Super Bowl special. So I'm joined by a special guest, someone who hasn't been on yet before. I'm joined by my neighbour Tom. Welcome to the show. Hello Matthew, it's great to have uh, to be able to join you. Yeah, it's great to have you here. And um, obviously Super Bowl happened on Monday. Um, we're going to talk a bit about the NFL season um, overall, as it's happened for the past five to six months or so, maybe not that long. Um, so starting off with the uh, the regular season, it was dominated by two clear teams in the AFC and the NFC. The uh, Titans and the Packers played really well this year, didn't they? Yeah. Um, well, I am a Titans fan, and so I was very pleased with their result. Um, yeah, they started pretty well, had a few shocking weeks in there. Uh, where they just lost back-to-back games that they really shouldn't have lost um, and then managed to get through to the playoffs as the first uh, seed team of the AFC, which I was very excited about. But then from there it went haywire. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah all came uh, crumbling down, but we'll get to that a, a bit later on. Um, of course, there was the other uh, conference uh, champ, uh, sorry, divisional champions, um, and they're always worth acknowledging. Of course, in American sports, the divisions play a much bigger role in the conferences. Um, so in the NFL, it's divided into two and then divided into four. So it's eight groups of four teams. Um, and the champions of the other uh, six divisions were uh, the Buffalo Bills, Cincinnati Bengals and Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC, as well as the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and LA Rams in the NFC. Um, do any of those results uh, come as a surprise to you or did, were they all looking good uh, in the preseason? Um, they were all looking pretty okay. The Chiefs had a pretty bad stint halfway through the season and then ended up turning it around and winning the last few games, which put them ahead. But then because they lost um, at home, they then did not get to be the leader of the AFC going into the playoffs. But then um, the Bengals did, well, the Bengals scraped through. They were only one win above the Steelers which I'm sure your dad was disappointed about because the Steelers are his team. Yeah. Um, But it is what it is there for him. Yeah. Yeah, And then in the NFC, um, it was fairly straightforward, um, I think. Yeah. The the Bucs always do well. Well, they have done well for the past few years, at least. Um, The Rams were probably the most surprising. Um, the NFC West had three teams off into the playoffs and the Seahawks not making it at all, which for a team that was doing quite well, what, five years ago, is now not even winning half its games for the year. Yeah, disappointing uh, four for them over the past few years. But uh, unfortunately, that's the way sport is. As teams rise up, other teams have to fall down to accommodate them because you can't have 
uh, multiple teams winning each week. You, you know, some do uh, unfortunately have to lose. But going back to the winners, there was, of course, the other playoff spots. Uh, you already mentioned a bit about the uh, NFC West having uh, three teams in the playoffs, um, which is the first time division has had three teams since 2018 and since the 17 playoff system began. Uh, but the other teams were the Patriots, Steelers, Raiders, Eagles, Cardinals, and 49ers. Um, do you think these teams uh, all had good seasons or uh, were some of them just kind of scraping in and were there to fill up the numbers? The Eagles definitely just scraped in. Um, they had a shocking season. They only won nine out of 16 games, nine out of 17 games. So a 9 8 overall, which is very surprising. Um, but I have a friend who goes for the Eagles and she was very excited that they at least made the playoffs, um, even just as a wildcard team. But yeah, the rest uh, did pretty well to be in there. Um, the Pats were a surprising one with um, them making it. They didn't really have much of a good team this year it was all a bit all over the place but they managed to pull through and then just because of how well people played um and how things went the Steelers made um the playoffs with a 9-7-1 but then the Colts in the AFC South did not make it with a 9-8 so it's it was pretty close to being um, like the lower teams for the wild cards were pretty close in that middle section. Yeah, and um, on on that note, uh, just a quick aside. Um, do you think that the seventeen system for the playoffs is beneficial, or would you rather them go back to the uh, old six team system? I think the seventeen system is good. It means that more teams are making the playoffs and it's a bit more competitive. It also means that the best teams for the season do get the bonus of having a week break in there so that they can be ready. But then that was a very upsetting time for both of those teams, which we'll discuss a bit later, I assume. Um, yeah, because, yeah, I think it works well with the seven-team system because last year's was just they only had 16 uh, regular season weeks and then into the playoffs. But this year they had 17 regular season weeks. And so I think the 17th week, whatever week it was for each team, um, really decided how the playoffs ended up this year. Yeah, and uh, it definitely helps when you have the, uh, you know, when it's, so commercialized at the moment and um you know the extra week there's an extra 16 games and then the extra playoff say that's an extra uh, i think an extra two games it is uh works out to be um so it definitely allows for the the tv viewers and the the streaming viewers and um that has to play uh, a, a a role in our sport at the moment, love it or hate it. And uh, I think it's something we're all going to have to deal with, but we're going to uh, move on to the playoffs uh, now. And um, I mean, just starting broadly, uh, is this one of the, uh, or is this the greatest playoffs uh, 
series you can remember? I know it's one of the greatest I can remember, just so many close games and upsets. What what do you think of it as a whole? It's definitely the most upsetting playoffs that have been for quite a while. Just the top seeds were out immediately. Um, and then some very close games, which was very, some very enjoyable games to watch in there. Um, the like, yeah, some pretty good things. Um, yeah, it really the first wild card round that was fairly predictable. Um, the Cardinals were doing really well at the start of the season, though, and to lose against the Rams, who are now the Super Bowl champions for the year. Um, spoiler alert. Like, it was, oh, yes, definitely a spoiler right there. Um, but yeah, that was a good game to watch. Um, yeah, the biggest upset was definitely in the divisional round with a lot of um, very favorited teams being knocked out. Yeah, and I think it was also a big upset uh, as a whole that the uh, San Fran 49ers, the uh, team with a 10-7 and 7 record, I think they were the sixth seed or the seventh seed. Um, in the first round, they had a big upset against the Cowboys, but then uh, moving on to the second round, they then had a massive upset um, against the uh, Green Bay Packers, um, it was, um, and in two pretty close games. Um, so it was a, a good run for them. But looking at the round as a whole, there was, of course, the Bengals shocking the Titans, um, the Rams shocking the Buccaneers, uh, and then the classic Bills-Chiefs game. Uh, what what do you think of this round uh, broadly? Well, three out of those four games were decided by a field goal, which is well, it shows that the defence of all of the teams was pretty good like all of them are just three points between them except the chiefs and bills and um that even finished in overtime because there was the field goal to decide that it was going into overtime so everything was riding on field goals this divisional round um yeah very few touchdowns actually scored which was quite surprising and just shows you how well they're playing right now um yeah the bengals Upsetting the Titans was quite large. I was quite upset. That was my team. Um, but then, yeah, the 49ers over the Packers as well. Um, Aaron Rodgers was not a happy chappy at that point. Um, he was quite grumpy. Um, he does not like the 49ers. So, And then Brady to be finished out by the LA Rams. Um, the LA Rams just have a – like they don't have any – significantly amazing standout players, but they just play very well as a team altogether. And so I think that's what held them together in that game. And then, yeah, the Chiefs and the Bills is, what, Super Bowl last year, two years ago? I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, Them playing off again. And so that was quite a heated game. So it was a very enjoyable time. Yeah, yeah, it certainly uh, would have been, um, of course, you know, just four great games. Um, It was uh, the first time we actually spoke about NFL on this podcast, I think, was that weekend. And it was, you know, you couldn't not talk about it. Four incredibly uh, close games, three of which were upsets. The other one went to overtime and, 
is going to go down in uh, in history. Uh, but then there was the conference uh, championship, um, and the Bengals got another upset against the Chiefs, and uh, there was also another close one between the 49ers and Rams. Um, what, what did you think of uh, this week getting near the, uh, the end of the season? I'm quite happy that the Bengals beat the Chiefs. Mahomes needs to be put in his place sometimes. So it's always enjoyable when um, the Bengals beat a favourite team, or at least when anyone beats the Chiefs, I'm happy. Um, and then the Rams, they did a very good job against the 49ers. Um, that should have been a bigger win for the Rams, I reckon. The 49ers just made advantages on all of those plays that were happening. Um, they just really um, took that and just went for it because, um, yeah, but they were winning in the first three quarters of the game. And then in the final quarter of that game, the LA Rams had um, two touchdowns and one conversion. And so that's what, brought them back, which is quite upsetting for any 49ers fans, but who knows if there are any anymore. Yeah, yeah, they're certainly a bigger team uh, back in the, the 80s than they are now, but it would be – it's certainly interesting when you see a sport team um, kind of get revived. We saw earlier uh, last year in the AFL where Melbourne dominated the 50s and 60s and – hadn't won for 50 odd years and then came in and won last year. And um, it's, um, there's probably been cases in the NFL where that's happened. I just can't think of them off the top of my head, but certainly a great sight to see um, when something like that happens. But the other big talking point from the conference championship was the fact that uh, both teams that were into the Super Bowl were the four seats. Um which is uh, pretty incredible. What do you think of just the, the general upsets in the, in the playoffs that allowed for an occasion like this to happen? Uh, it's just, it's an enjoyable time to watch as a spectator when there are so many upsets, because that way it just makes, it definitely made the Super Bowl a lot more exciting when it's two teams that you would not expecting to be there. Like, the Chiefs would have been a pretty good team to make it through. Um, and definitely the Packers should have made it further. But, yeah, for two fourth seed teams to make it through to the championship is, well, to make it through to the Super Bowl is, I don't know when the last time that's happened. Even, yeah. Yeah, it would even, have been. Um, Sorry, you go. Yeah, even last year it was quite different. Um, the at least last year there was um, some more close matches, whereas this time it was just domination from um, all of the middle seed teams. Yeah, quite uh. Uh, I think the uh, the seven uh, team finals can also work into that a bit because when there's more teams, you're obviously more likely to get upsets. But also, um, 
it does kind of strengthen the three and four seeds where, you know, if it's, say, uh, 14 playoffs, the three and four seeds are just going to get beat down on, whereas if they're the ones kind of beating down in the first week, um, it can uh, definitely give some confidence as they go into the second week, um, which probably helped the Bengals get to the um, Super Bowl. I mean, there was a thing yeah. going around that – um since you know the Bengals hadn't won a playoff game since the invention of the phone so no one had been able to text the Bengals have won a playoff game and then they won one they you know put out on all their social media you know send that text um it's just that sort of confidence that they built and then they they shock the the Titans they shock the uh the Chiefs who were two of the best teams this year and all of a sudden yeah, they find themselves the Chiefs in- they won in overtime as well yeah it wasn't just a it wasn't regular play it was a field goal in overtime. That's this season's well, this playoffs, this year's playoffs are just defined by field goals. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it'll be known for years to come uh, for that uh, field goals and upsets. Um, but now we get to uh, the big show, Super Bowl Fifty Six, um, between the winners of the AFC and the NFC, the Rams and the Bengals. Um, it was uh, a bit of an advantage to the Rams, though, as the uh, the Super Bowl was uh, played at LA, whereas usually it's meant to be a neutral venue. Uh, I believe Tampa also got a home uh, Super Bowl last year in um, in Tampa Bay, if I remember that correctly. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so certainly an interesting thing there. But getting into the meat of the game, uh, and it was the um, Rams who scored first, uh, securing a touchdown. Um, and uh, there was some other scores uh, throughout the rest of the first quarter. Why don't you talk us through uh, what happened in the first quarter, Tom? Well, well before we do that, um, do you want to guess how much it costs to build that stadium? Oh, to build the stadium. I know the tickets were like 5000 and that was the cheapest one. So to build the stadium... Uh, I don't know, let's say $100 million. Um, You're looking significantly more at $5 billion. $5 billion. That's yes. huge. Yes. Privately funded. It, so the guy who built the stadium also owns Arsenal FC in the EPL. Right. So he's got a bit of money there. Um, but, yes, $5 billion for that stadium. I think that's about 5% of New South Wales. So if you just got rid of, like, the eastern suburbs or something and use that to fund the stadium. More than happy to get rid of the eastern suburbs. <laughs> um, that's a, but that's, a, that's, that's another a lot of money. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so in first quarter. First quarter. Um, yeah, it was, it was a big game. Um, that yeah, the Bengals were really struggling to get off the ground, and then the Rams just were able to keep them in check and make sure that they were um, playing really well. Yes, like everyone was having a pretty bad time in terms of trying to get. It was just a back and forth just a scramble pretty much for the first quarter and especially into the second quarter as well. Yeah. Well, as we move into the second quarter, the, the Bengals did manage to get a quick touchdown in return, but then you look at the, uh, the rest of the quarter and it's just interceptions and, uh, and punts 
and uh, kind of slow plays. Even the Bengals' touchdown took them half the quarter to make it. Um, so at half time, what were your kind of thoughts on the uh, on the game? Of course, uh, the Rams were leading thirteen to ten. Um, were you confident that they would hold on, or could you see the Bengals coming back? Um, I think the Bengals definitely had a lot more um, push at halftime um, to try and win because they haven't, given that they haven't made the playoffs, let alone a Super Bowl for however many years, they had a really big uh, push there. But it's such a young team. Like Burroughs was, he was the top pick for 2020 um, Burrow was top pick for 2020 draft pick, and so he's only 25, whereas um, Stafford is a lot older than him, um, and so he's got a bit more experience. And so the Bengals definitely had a lot more drive, but I think the Rams just had a lot more skill to hold on. Yeah, the the experience certainly a huge player uh, when it comes to big. Uh, matches uh, like this, it's very common uh, in sports um, to, to see. And someone like Tom Brady, by the time he was playing his fifth and sixth Super Bowls, it was almost mental that you had to go against him. So that certainly would play into the uh, Rams' favour. Um, but they, they still had some trouble. The Bengals had the perfect start to the third quarter, getting a, a touchdown in the first play, basically. I mean, the kickoff. Yeah, brought it back, but um, huge 75 yard pass forced an interception on the next play and then went down, got a field goal. Um, so quite a a dominant stretch for them. Then the the Rams got a field goal back and that kind of closed out the the third quarter. Um, what uh, were you thinking uh, at three quarter time uh, in this game? I think the I think. For the Rams, they were possibly quite worried at this point um, because they really had not been able to make a play at all in the third quarter. Um, even when they had tried, there were so many upsets just trying to um, get anywhere. And so I think the Rams were really struggling at that point. And then that's what we saw pretty much throughout the whole game. It was a fairly low scoring back and forth, only making scores when the other team was making mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, certainly um, true. I mean, you look at the Rams two um, punts towards the end of the third quarter and, um, you know, there was one pass that went forward, there was a sack and the other pass went backwards, then they punted. Then the second one, there was a five-yard run, but then they went back two yards and incomplete pass, and it just didn't look like they could get it done. Um, and then a few more punt plays uh, to start the fourth meant there'd been uh, six or seven punts in a row, uh, and it looked like the Bengals would almost hold them out. But then finally... Um, Stafford broke through, got the pass uh, to uh, Cup, uh, the wide receiver, Cooper Cup, and uh, the Rams hit the lead and uh, they managed to hold on um, for, you know, great performance from them, wasn't it? Yeah, but that was in the last two minutes of the game. 
Yeah. Um, there were, I think there were three penalties against the Bengals in those last two minutes. Um, well, within 30 seconds of play um, where there had only been three penalties overall for the rest of um, the whole game. And so really the that's what made the Bengals lose. Um, they could have held off held, they were doing quite well on holding off um, first and goal and then second and goal and then you had someone who was flagged for um, holding and then you had half the distance to the goal and then there was another half the distance to the goal again and then that's what made it possible for um, Stafford to pass to Cooper Cup. Also, Cooper Cup is probably the whitest name ever, um, but that's another aside. Yeah. Yes, yes. And um, looking at his um, his uh, picture on the uh, the, the um, NFL website, he certainly looks uh, like he comes from regions of Northern Europe. Um, and uh, but speaking of Cooper Cup, uh, it was a great performance from him managing uh, as the wide receiver. I believe he scored two touchdowns of the uh, of the Rams three and uh, secured the uh, Super Bowl uh, MVP. Um, so great game for him, um, obviously. Yep. And he also led the um, led the NFL in um, receiving yards this season. Yeah, so um, um, yeah, he's doing well. Um, and then Odell Beckham Jr. did a pretty good job as well this um season with well, at least in the Super Bowl, um, to be playing there. Um, he did he had a, quite a number of good rushing yards, um, but neither team did too many rushing yards, um with the Bengals only doing 79 and the Rams only doing 43. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's not a huge amount. Also, I just enjoy it that um, Derek Henry from the Titans, even though he was out for half the season, still had the ninth most rushing yards in all of the NFL for this season. And so Fair effort. That's, uh, it's a very that's... big effort for someone who's, um, not able to play. Yeah, let's hope he brings his A game and uh, hopefully is uh, a health next year and he'll be able to get a full season out and um, perform. Um, but uh, just uh, before we go, it's time for this week's stat of the week. And it is that the Rams coach is the youngest coach to win a Super Bowl in history. Uh, he's only 36. Um, which I believe means when Tom Brady was winning his first Super Bowl, he was still in high school or college or something, which is quite incredible to think about, given that Tom Brady's still playing. Um, but that's uh, oh, very, not anymore. Not but... anymore. Yeah, but um, very very good job to him. He's clearly uh, doing doing well in life. Um, in fact, he's doing the best of any uh, NFL coach. Um, but do you have any uh, final things to say, Tom, before we before we go? Um, I don't think so. I think, well, now there's no more enjoyable sport until September, um, at least for me. So <laughs> you won't be hearing from me for quite a while if you're listening to this podcast. But yeah. it's been enjoyable talking NFL. 
with someone who has some idea of what's going on. Yeah, an idea. Um, yeah, but thanks for coming. Uh, you will be our resident NFL expert, I'm sure. Um, it's been um, it's been great to to have you on. Um, so thank you for doing that. And um, to anyone listening, thanks for listening. Please follow us on Instagram at MTA Sport Podcast. Uh, tell a mate about the show. We want more people to listen because then I can get money, hopefully, um, and it'll be worth it. <laughs> um, thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and keep coming back to the Matthew Talks About Sport podcast. Pass. Got it. Touchdown. Al, I've got to tell you, in a pressure situation, I don't know if I have ever seen anybody be better than Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. They had no choice. At the top. It's that way. Chase makes the grab. And picks up a lot more yardage. So Ramsey trying to jump it. Put pressure on. That pass is caught. Go get a rebound. Instead on the ground and close. Burrow trying to keep it going. Gets spun down. Gets it away. And incomplete. It looked like Piron might have had a shot to make the grab but the Rams now running down to celebrate with a defensive play and guess who guess who I mean you don't even have to think about it do not even have to think about it pointing to the ring finger but the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl and they have sealed the deal